Welcome to Mission Control, Peralta Design's podcast on all things branding and digital marketing. Since 2009, Peralta Design has launched hundreds of brands with award-winning identities and websites. Join our hosts Ramon and Jorge as they use decades of combined experience to tackle topics with past clients, industry partners, and the rest of the PD crew. At Peralta Design, we launch brands. But for now, let's launch right into this episode of Mission Control. All right, everybody, welcome to Mission Control. This is Ramon Peralta with Peralta Design and We Launch Brands. And Mission Control is our podcast uh, featuring everything marketing, branding, tech. And uh, today, on today's show, I have uh, my trusty co-host, Jorge Pezo Candelario. Hello, everyone. My name is Jorge Pezo Candelario, and I'm the Director of Web Development here at Peralta Design. Excellent, excellent. And uh, it's good to have you on the show. I know that the last couple of shows, we've had the whole team on here, and and today we kind of brought it back down to to our roots, and we're looking forward to having some guests uh, join us in some of our upcoming episodes. But we wanted to kind of focus this this episode on this whole concept of uh, the topic of reopening, reopening business specifically. you know we have we have locations in, in Florida and Connecticut, but we're headquartered in Connecticut, and we wanted to kind of talk about um, this idea of reopening um, PD, you know PDHQ, and what that looks like, and and just talk about in general what some of the maybe some of the larger companies are doing, and and what some of the other smaller businesses are doing around the state as we reopen, because the, there are parts of the country, obviously, right, that they're they're starting to reopen and. People are keeping an eye on on the uh, the cases of COVID and, and whether they're going up in places like Florida and Texas, where many places people are just kind of carrying on like uh, like it's business as usual. Yeah, I mean it's interesting looking at the data. It's a different in a case by case basis. You know, it has a lot to do with population and kind of how it all got started in that state and what measures were taken and when. So uh, I feel like every state has a unique situation, even for the surrounding states for us. I mean, um, we're looking to get started and get opening, you know, uh, you know, in the next week, essentially. And then here yeah. in Connecticut, and then we're looking at other surrounding states. You know, Massachusetts has pushed back some, um, you know, Florida just reopened yesterday. And it seems like the public is having a different reaction, you know, uh, you know, just from hearing um, kind of the boots on the ground reports from uh, from folks down in Florida. It sounds like you know people were pretty anxious to get back open, and it went from you know the roads being almost empty to uh, we went right back to traffic at uh, at rush hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because uh, I was on the phone this weekend with Jarvis, our our, uh, our partner, our friend, our client, um, you know, our, our mentor, our advisor. You know, from from uh, be the giraffe, fame. He's down in Texas, and he was, you know, he was walking, multitasking, and and we were talking about, um, you know, my upcoming book, and you know, he's written a ton of books, and he's walking by coffee shops in Texas, and he was just saying people were in there, just normal, no mask, you know, businesses were opening, uh, and uh, in some parts of the country, people just aren't even following the the standard protocol, and he, you know, him being there and you know, being of a high IQ, you know, was, was of the mindset, I'm not going in there, you know, it's, it's not safe to go in there. And, uh, 
And, you know, he recently lost his dad and he was really careful with him and keeping a mask on him um, uh, at, during those uh, those last days. And um, it's just uh, people are reacting differently. We're watching the news. We're seeing people, um, you know, protesting. It's a very controversial topic. You know, I did a segment uh, for today's show that hasn't aired yet because it, I think because it was very controversial. It's about the reopening and what are we doing at PD. And uh, as you guys know, the governor uh, here in Connecticut, he came out with uh, this decree that he was going to open up with these four, you know, four segments of, of business, right? So it was like professional services. Uh, it was uh, restaurants. Uh, it was, uh, you know, uh, beauty and uh, hair salons. Um, there was one more segment, I can't think of it right now, but they, they had these stipulations anyway with, with how to open. And there's this process that changes on a daily basis. I, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing the, the, the business owner hat right now. Um, we're supposed to self-certify. We're supposed to go on a website and, and make sure that we're doing all these things, you know, part of which is, you know, making sure that people are six feet apart um, in the office uh, offices can return, you know, professional services like ours um, can return with 50% capacity. So for us, a team of eight, you know, we can come back with four of us, uh, which we plan on doing. Um, and we want to do it safely. So the protocols are, you know, we have to provide PPEs for, for the team to use. Uh, you know, people are, are need to have access to um Hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes. We're going to ramp up our cleaning efforts. We're going to have weekly uh, a weekly cleaning service come in for some, for some disinfecting. So um, we're trying to do these things. And obviously, for the foreseeable future, no client meetings will, will take place on site. Uh, we're going to continue to do those virtual um, and no visitors. Um, and, and working with our partner here in town, Modern Plastics, we've put in an order for three large, you know, like six feet by two feet, you know, plexiglass uh, dividers uh, to put um, one. We're going to put one at the front desk. Uh, so so Fernanda's going to be behind that. It's going to have the little cutout underneath uh, like a bank teller so you can pass her things. But she's going to be kind of in case we got that UPS guy or, or the mailman or somebody comes in unexpectedly. She can feel safe because this is really about keeping our team safe. Uh, we're still working to flatten the curve. All of these, you know, measures are to reduce uh, the spread of COVID, which we don't have a vaccine for yet. And uh, and then the other two barriers, if you will, are going to be um, in, in the bullpen area. So where you guys, uh, where the web team sits, those desks are going to have barriers. And then uh, Danny and Steve, who are sharing an office. Um, temporarily anyway, they're going to, they're going to be split up so that we'll have, everybody will be in their own space for the opening. And, and we're just going to keep an eye on things. I mean, um, safety first. I mean, that's the rule of the day. I, I, I know that we have team members that are anxious to get back in the office and I'm sure that's the same with, with other service industries. And, um, you know, what are you hearing, Jorge? Like what, what other things could we be doing, uh, to make the team feel safe besides, you know, the, the measures that are outlined for us and some of the things that we're doing on our own. I mean, it's just comforting to know that we're taking as many steps as actively possible that, that we can take into account. I think the biggest thing is that there's still so much 
unknown um right. you know and i think that's what you have to contend with right you hear reports about how at the beginning of this whole thing children didn't seem to be affected at all you know or a very low uh, percentage and now all of a sudden in new york you're seeing this rash of inflammatory disease that you know they didn't get any of the primary symptoms but that becomes a thing so now it becomes am i bringing that home to my kids is you know is that is, is you know does that become a concern um so I, I mean i think that doing as much as we possibly can in the office but also really good just to know that you know we work in a building who is also ramping up their efforts i mean restricting oh, yeah, absolutely. how much uh restricting the number of people that can even be uh on a floor mandating masks um you know how many people can be in an elevator, elevator um you know changing the uh, the you know in their HVAC systems, changing the filters out to be more, right. uh, you know, sanitation minded. So that definitely helps give some peace of mind. But ultimately, until, um, you know, we know more until we have the vaccine, I think that some people are going to be wary about it, um, at, you know, until there's that extra peace of mind. But it definitely yeah. helps to hear, you know, just. The, those those things and that the effort is being made and, and it's yeah. it's a little unfortunate because it definitely changes the energy you know when you you're used to working in an open space environment and that's become very kind of uh you know in our industry this has been kind of become this new popular model so having to change that in reverse course is, is just part of the necessity but it's just good to know um that even given that that that, that the efforts are being made across the board yeah, I mean, it's. I've been going into the office frequently to check mail and water the plants and things. And and Cinto, our our, our management company, they're doing a, a great job with. Uh, and and the signage is all being done by by uh, by Minuteman Press of Shelton and Harry and his team. And and they've put signs in the lobby. There are stickers on the floor that tell you how far to you know where to stand. Um, the elevators all have these like funky little circles in the corners where you should be standing. So it's four at a, four at a time, maximum capacity. So the reality is, look, the reality is that, you know, my sister a, is a nurse. She's a nurse, uh, you know, at Rhode Island Hospital. She's she's on the front lines. She's got a baby daughter at home um, and um, and her husband uh, is also a first responder and uh they're going to work and they're coming home and they're not spreading and they're not catching knock on wood this virus because they're taking precautions. You know, she tells me their routine when they get home is they before they walk in the house, you know, between the garage and the house, they just they just drop all their clothes, throw them in the wash and then they go take a shower and then they go and, and start touching things and play with their kids and everything. And it's like. We're going to have to make those kind of changes in our homes as we go in and out because all of our first responders that are out there, they're, they're doing that. They're taking, those, they're, they're taking measures to figure out uh, what are some of the things we can do to stop the spread. And I think somewhere along the line, the messaging, the marketing around this uh, and the branding went from you know, flatten the curve to stay home, stay safe. And people, are, people now are going to have to start easing out as they ease back into the workplace um, they're going to ease out of this. Stay home, stay safe. It is safe. It is safe to go out. Um, you're flattening the curve if you take these precautions, you know. And that's the kind of thing that that we think other businesses can employ as part of their strategy because it's the perception 
you want, you know, especially these retail shops, like I think of like, uh, like marks of design where they, where they, they rely on foot traffic. You know, they, they, you know, even Minuteman press, they rely on foot traffic. They need their retail. So they need people to come in and with restaurants, you know, they're allowing them to open, uh, the smart ones are surviving with curbside, but they're allowing them to open with the outdoor seating. That's going to be fun to see some of these locations that don't currently have patios turn, you know, retrofit their parking lots probably. Uh, into, Even into locally, it's you know, it's great to yeah. see businesses here in the valley just go and say, okay, you know, we're going to expand our outdoor efforts as much as possible, you know, onto the sidewalk, like you said, onto the parking lot, trying to innovate and get that as much as possible. Um, you know, it, it's, there's so many strategies that I think people are, it's really forcing people to adapt to what this new normal is going to be and how they can find different methods of success there. I mean, I, I, and it's also interesting how that the reopening is tied to social media. Um, you know, I, I'm watching some of my favorite restaurants post on Instagram that they're going to be doing, you know, they're kind of going to be showing their specials outside. So you'll be able to kind of see what, what's going on there. And it's going to open that up. I think everything that we know makes it so that I think that gives people some, some peace of mind too, where, you know, being out, being outdoors, I think is, uh, is going to tie in well with the success of business ramping up a bit because you're going to have that that flexibility you know the weather is really helping folks uh, get more innovative there yeah yeah absolutely and i'm excited for our uh, our pd mass that just came in and, and we're going to be doing a social campaign to get those out and obviously uh we'll we'll provide them for our friends and families and clients uh, and that's going to be part of our attire, you know, coming in and out, um, going to those common areas in the building. And I think businesses are going to are going to see that. And, and, and a friend of ours, uh, uh, Fabian Durango, I just connected him uh, to, to Bing and Modern Plastics because he, he owns five. He has five locations for his insurance company and they've been working remotely as we have. And uh, and they're going to be ordering quite a bit of those uh, plexiglass dividers and things that will help. The perception of employees feeling safer and and clients coming in feeling safer, and really you know the real big strategy to, to really you know pound the pavement with is just continue to communicate what what new measures are you taking so to to make people feel safe and and uh, I do want to talk about though because um, it's all over the news like Twitter you know they just came out their CEO is like employees can work from home forever you know and and you're seeing like other big companies you know Facebook uh you mentioned Deloitte right Deloitte is doing something um with with their employees where you you're saying through the end of the year they're working from home Yeah exactly I mean until at least next year uh, you know, through, at least rather to the end of this year, they're, they've kind of given people that heads up. They kind of suffered the loss of, um, you know, one of their executives pretty early on to COVID. And I think they made it so, hey, you know, given the nature of our business, we can allow this. We can preserve our workforce. Um, you know, having lost a big decision maker early right. on, I think, right. uh, made that change for them. Yeah, and I think I mean, from a from a from a, from our standpoint, uh, it's kind of 
it, it's not fair to compare like small businesses with with companies like Facebook and Twitter and what they're doing. I think it's great from from it's an example of brands taking uh, a social cause, you know, by the horns and saying, "Hey, we're going to lead the way." Like that's great for their brand. Like like my son literally just texted me the Twitter uh, CEO, uh, you know, article link. And it's like, that's great. But look, I've been to some of these places. You know, you and I were in Chicago. Uh, we went to the Facebook uh, offices there. And these places are just like insane. You know, they have gourmet kitchens. They they have square footage that, you know, they'll have 100 square feet with a pillow in the middle of the floor, you know, and windows from the floor to the ceiling. And, you know, it's investor money. It's, you know, these businesses are, are operating at, at huge profit margins. Um, for them, honestly, for, for a Twitter or a Facebook to say you guys can keep working from home uh, indefinitely, uh, it would be a huge cost savings for them to not have to feed those people when they have, uh, you know, gourmet chefs cooking uh, every day for, for all of their employees. But for like the mom and pops, the small businesses, um, where where the team members are are wearing multiple hats, um, it's a it's a little bit it's a little bit unrealistic to think that an insurance company or a retail store is just going to say yeah you guys can you guys can work from home forever because even though we're getting by we we made a pretty seamless transition um, based on our our industry and what we do um, I don't think it translates well to a lot of a lot of other businesses um, that can do that, and and you got to remember that when Twitter says this, this is not like this is like for their coders. This is for the folks that you know don't have a lot of interaction with with clients. Um, there there are certain job descriptions that I think personally align better with remote work. Like if you can work, do your thing, and you're not in touch with people, you don't have to see people. Um, then God bless you. Then you you can work from home indefinitely. But I think there'll always be the folks that um, collaborate, that need to deal with people, that need to interact, that provide customer service. I mean, you try calling a company now, a mortgage company, a bank, or any any or any kind of company that deals with customer service, and they'll just let you know. Like due to COVID, you know, our our wait time is longer. Our our our, our attentiveness is you know our response time is longer. Because uh, while you can do some jobs remotely, I don't think you can realistically say you can do everything remotely. And I think, um, you know, while I, while I agree these are great examples and, and it's, we definitely want to promote safety first, uh, I think it's unrealistic to kind of apply, much like you wouldn't expect a small mom and pop to feed their entire staff with with a gourmet chef every day we can't also expect these mom and pops to just say hey everybody can work from home forever like a twitter is doing yeah it's not sustainable for a lot of these businesses but i think a lot of opportunity is going to come from innovation from being able to innovate Mm -hmm. how you service individuals you know where we have uh, you know a client of ours who didn't have an online ordering system is now in the process of putting that together with our help um, even other clients of ours who do whose whole business is to go out to people's homes 
you know, prioritizing work that has to be done outside or, you know, setting up, right. you know, giving their clients guidelines in how, you know, we intend to work safely. That puts people's mind at ease or, you know, scheduling things so that way, hey, while, you know, while you're out of the house is when we'll, when we'll do the work um, potentially. So it, I think there has to be that level of adapting. And um, I also think that it's it's adapting to uh more more and varied revenue streams on top of you know what what you, whatever it is that you were currently doing um because the reality is that business is only going to come back to a certain percentage just due to all the different things that are going on so um so i i think uh, I think it it's important to to note that that it's not just going to be about reopening; it's about reopening and then what. That's and that's the important part that I think people need to be aware of. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I think I think we're going to see uh, a lot of innovation uh, come out of this that uh, that will remain, um, you know new verticals and, and, and new products for many, many of our clients um, and many of the small businesses that are out there. And, you know, much like 9-11 changed, you know, air travel, uh, you know, forever. Uh, I think we're going to see that this pandemic, um, there may be, you know, I'm looking at the silver linings. I mean, if it means that we're all going to be more aware of, of cleanliness and disinfecting our workstations and, and spending more time with family and um, appreciating what's important and, uh, you know, you, leveraging technology more than we used to be. I mean, I think these are all these are all good things. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot of uh, uh, new businesses that are just that are just born out of out of necessity. I mean, startups that are going to be centered around uh, delivery and, and finding other ways to uh, to market their wares. Uh, to folks that will will continue to prefer to uh, to stay home, you know, I think we're going to see more staycation opportunities. We're going to see people investing more in their surroundings versus uh, always traveling. Uh, so uh, I I think there are, I think there are a lot of benefits to this, and uh, of course we're going to keep an eye on things uh, with what the governor is saying, with what what the rates are in other states. You know, uh, you know, we look we can look at other countries as well to see. You know, like Sweden is really taking more of a herd uh, immunity approach, uh, where they're not making as many changes as some other countries have, and then uh, and then we're looking to see what's going on in places like China and and, and and Asia and you know Italy and see how how has reopening affected things and and of course pray and hope that uh, that we get that we get a vaccine and that that uh, that that helps alleviate some of this. But as they say, even if even if there is a vaccine, we should be prepared for more of these kind of pandemics to come in the future. So I think a lot of the changes we're seeing, um, a lot of the ways that we're going to be reopening, a lot of the things that we're learning, I think these are going to be permanent changes that uh, that don't necessarily all have to be bad. I guess that's my overall sentiment. Definitely. I think we'll, we'll end up in a society that it's overall healthier because we're more conscious of the germs that we're spreading i think that people will be more open to that and you know that seasonal flu that hits the office and you know that's going around i think we'll see less of that overall i think we'll see so that ultimately is going to open up productivity like you said looking at the the silver linings there i think we'll end up with all of these innovations that end up um doing that and some people are, are being really crafty 
you know, it was, saw this one business who put it, put up shower curtains between the booths and the restaurant to kind of be, be a cost-effective way of uh, meeting their state guidelines. So as we see that American ingenuity locally, nationwide, uh, you know, it's it's really um, kind of pulling those extra bits out. And I'm really hoping that, um, you know, we can get back to going to a ball game and, you know, going to a, a festival, a concert, you know, even things in in, lo- in our local park here. Uh, looking forward to that big time. So yeah. as we as we approach yeah, that, I, I, know, looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're social creatures and I think we, we're very innovative and we'll figure it out. I think, you know, um, when you were talking about the shower curtains, I had seen something in a restaurant where they just had uh, almost like like lofts above each table where you had a second uh, table seating, but it was kind of staggered above. So you kind of, if you have a high ceiling, you could, you could stagger tables where, where one party has to just climb up a set of stairs and, and it helped out with the, with the social distancing. So I I think we're going to continue to see human ingenuity. um, And and we're social. We love being around each other. Uh, I don't think that's going to go away. We're just going to do it smarter um and uh, this has been great i mean we're really i'm really excited about the reopening i think i think many on our team are excited about coming back to the office um we're going to take a very cautionary approach we're going to make sure that we're we're implementing as many safety measures as we can we encourage other business owners to do the same thing uh, i also encourage uh business owners to document and share and post about those changes that they're making and uh, and making sure they stay on the radar, not just from a marketing standpoint of what their business is all about, but just to show that that they're on top of of safety, that safety is a priority and that they're positive. And, and, and I, I still believe in the laws of attraction. I, I still think that, uh, you know, we, we can put our best foot forward and stay positive and continue to look at the silver lining. And, and I like to, I like to think that, um, you know the Roaring Twenties. You know came out after uh, after the flu in 1918, and I do believe the pendulum swings in both ways. And and although we're going to, through a really rough time right now, um, the pendulum is going to swing back. And I and I anticipate um, tremendous growth and tremendous abundance as we as we rise out of this. And this is the time now to strategize on that reopening, on that rebuilding, on relaunching or launching something new. Uh, so that you can be ready, um, because I, I do believe that we're going to come out of this stronger than we were before. So uh, on that note, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us on our podcast here, Mission Control. Um, and I'd like to thank Jorge and uh, the rest of the team for helping putting this together. This is Ramon Peralta with Peralta Design, and we launch brands. Thank you for taking this journey with us. To learn more about Peralta Design and our work, go to www.peraltadesign.com and subscribe to keep up with the crew 